What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Culture Show by Holyish. I'm so happy y'all guys are with me again. Um, quick reminders uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You can find us there at holyish.us. And be sure to subscribe to YouTube, like our page, like our posts, comment below with what you guys like, ask questions. I will be sure to look at them and answer them whenever I get a chance. Today is a special day. This is a special podcast for Succession Season 3, Episode 2. I thought I was only going to be doing a beginning of the season, review, recap, and then a mid and then an end, season finale. But I was watching it and I'm just over the moon excited about each episode. And so I thought if I'm this excited, I'm sure some of you guys are excited about it. So let's get together and let's talk about it. Um, And let's just dive right in. So season three, episode two, we have Mass in Time of War. Now, let's recap episode one. Kendall was really on top to begin with. It really seemed like Logan, for the first time ever, was kind of undone, kind of over his head with all that's going on, right? It seemed like the cards were really falling for Kendall, but we're not sure if he can really win. He thinks he can. Logan seems like he's kind of thinking Kendall might win, but episode two was a complete change to that. We have at the start, the very beginning, oh, FYI, spoiler alert, this is going to be heavily spoiler alert because I'm diving straight into the episode of what's happening, what was said. So, If you have not seen Succession um, up to date, up to Season 3, Episode 2, I will be talking past and present spoilers. So, Pauls, come back if you need to. Let's dive right in. We start off with uh, Logan talking with Roman. And for some reason, it is now like Roman is Logan's boy. I mean, he is his boy, of course. It's his son. But we are now seeing... Roman take kind of the Kindle role from episode or from season one. And so that's also a very interesting change of pace. Uh, but we have exactly these words from Logan to Roman. Keep an eye on them. Keep an eye on Jerry. It just had to be Jerry for right now, for today. This is Roman who has a relationship-ish with Jerry, and his dad is telling him, keep an eye on her. I'm sure he's asking Roman specifically because he sees that he's close to Jerry, but I don't think Logan fully knows that Roman is kind of team Jerry at this point. Um, And so this is what starts the episode off, is this conversation And we kind of see Logan kind of finagle his way around each of his family members throughout this episode, which just shows the brilliance of who Logan is to his core and why he has such a successful company, because he knows how to manipulate 
his kids. He knows how to manipulate his workers. And so it is just... uh, it's it's just amazing to see the the screenwriters in this are so it's so realistic and so rich and full that these that he's able to just pinpoint each character's weakness of his own kids it's great and so we start to see Greg's plot we thought from episode 1 that he was team Kendall um he might now be Team Logan is is how it starts the episode off. He's kind of questioning Kendall. Kendall's kind of like, are you backing out? What's going on? Let's have a talk about this. It's shortly interrupted, um, but before it's interrupted, Kendall is basically telling Greg, hey, let me get you a lawyer so you can so you can have like protection and <laughs> And Greg's kind of questioning, like, why do I need protection? What did I do wrong? And he he says this iconic line, I'm kind of too young to be in Congress, you know, talking to Kendall. Uh, Just iconic Greg, um, way in over his head. Uh, He ends up leaving because the conversation's uh, uh, cut short. Uh, And then we run to Greg later on has what we think at first is going to be a lawyer, but she tells him straight out, like, Greg, you know that I'm in my first semester of law school. Like she's trying to be a lawyer. She's not a lawyer yet. And this is who, this is the connections Greg has is someone in college. Pretty much. We then go on to see Greg, uh, Oh, actually, no. Jerry sends a lawyer over to Greg's place to, I guess, try to, first off, get some information out. He's asking questions like, have you been in contact with the FBI? What's been going on? And Greg is smart enough to know, like, not to agree to anything, because if he agreed to have this lawyer represent him, that means that's Waystar's lawyer. And so that means he would be Team Logan. And so he's actually smart enough to know, okay, uh, let me, can you, and he asks his, he asks his um, lawyer school friend, hey, can, can you actually text your professor to see what I'm doing? In the end, he ends up going to his grandfather, and his grandfather agrees to pay for a lawyer to protect him. But this is like a, it seems like a corporate sabotage, uh, maybe like employee rights lawyer that it still may not have Greg's full protection and um, at heart with this guy. So Greg is still somewhere in the middle. He has his own lawyer now, which I don't think is going to help him at all in the end. Um, But it's just, it's just so funny to see. And there's an iconic, another iconic Greg moment where he's getting out of an Uber and he's like, five stars, five stars. Who knew Greg? Well, I guess you could assume Greg is a, five stars guy like hey i'm gonna rate you five stars rate me five stars like he still cares about that not knowing the money that he has access to that he needs five stars like you could just probably have your own car drive you around if you really connected to that uh roy money and then we cut to roman and jerry roman walks in on jerry filming herself her the announcement of her as CEO, which was kind of like an endearing moment because it shows like the human humanistic side of her that we usually don't see. 
and so it was, and then of course Roman kind of makes fun of her and all that. And who knew? I guess I didn't know that Jerry had kids. Who who knew? I sure didn't. Uh, and so they have this moment where Roman's trying to like fill her out as the new CEO, and he basically. And, and keep in mind at the very beginning, Roman's having to keep tabs on her for Logan. Uh, and so Roman's offering some ideas about making a board, and Jerry's already smart enough. Well, I don't want to dilute my power by creating a board. I want to appear to be firm, you know, and make my own decisions. But she's keeping it in mind, and then she says this to Roman: "says Your apprenticeship begins, as in you work for me now, which he does, but." I will train you the things, not vice versa. Like, you're not CEO, I am. And I think Roman was kind of, I mean, he he played it cool, like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever what you say. But I'm, I'm already, I mean, it's obvious that he doesn't like the idea that anyone besides himself is CEO, but I guess it's the lesser of evils for him right now. And then we see throughout this episode Logan trying to get his family, his team back. So we see him and he left off with being upset with Connor um, about uh, asking for money for the play that just tanked. Typical Connor move. And then the Napoleon penis that he apparently spent a lot of money on. And so he yelled at them and they were upset. But now we see because Logan needs everyone that he can get, he is calling Connor and he's trying to get him back, trying to make up with him, make sure he's okay, trying to trying to fill Connor out. And he tells Connor, you're my number one kiddo. You know that. And Connor's in uh, the car with his girlfriend, the filmmaker slash ex-prostitute. Um, and they're both kind of... Connor smiles, which made me at first believe, like, he's still eating this up from his dad. Uh, and his girlfriend's, like, looking over, like, I'm so done with this family. I'm so done with everyone. Uh, and so we see Logan also reaching out to Marsha. I completely forgot about Marsha for some reason. I didn't... I wasn't crazy about her character in the past seasons, but she's coming back because he needs it for publicity. He needs to be seen with his wife around. And... Marsha is not coming back cheaply. She has her own demands. She wants money coming back. She wants to be compensated for coming back and being with Logan. And so, but he's getting some of his family back. And so Shiv, however, if we remember back from the last episode, uh, episode one, she is on the fence with everyone. She doesn't know where she stands. She obviously knows she wasn't made CEO by her dad. So she's now seen with Kendall in this episode. And for the majority of this episode, she is with Kendall um, at his wife's Rava's apartment. And it's it's funny to see the interaction because Kendall is now this woke person because he now came clean, but really he's still not a great person and he knew about the things that happened. Uh, but he tells – it was interesting that this line that he told Shiv. He was like, right now you tell yourself you're a good person, but you're not a good person. And Shiv was kind of taken back by it because I think even she knows – well, Kendall, same to you, same to Roman, same to everyone in this show. Uh, but Roman, uh, I mean, Kendall was just 
Kendall can't see himself. He can only see others, apparently. And so it was interesting, that exact line, because that can relate to every single character in this show. And then there's an iconic moment where there's an envelope on the table that Kendall leaves and walks out. And whenever she's by herself, when she was by herself, she goes to open it. And it says F-U, but not just the letter F. Uh, and she kind of smirks and puts it back. And the moment when Kendall comes back, he says, did you open the envelope? As if it, it was kind of a... He wanted a pat on the back for kind of being smart enough to know that she was going to snoop through everything. Um, So that was just excellent writing by the uh, screenwriters there. And I was curious, did she think... Actually, she probably did think that was the envelope of the papers that Greg supposedly had that gave Kendall. And so Shiv obviously thought that he was dumb enough to leave it lying around. And Kendall thought... She thinks that I'm dumb enough to leave this around, so I'm going to write F.U. on it. And so there's a, there's a little bit of the dynamic of how they see each other and how they think they are seen by each other. And that was, that was a little interesting point. All that turns into uh, Roman then shows up at Kendall's apartment. And he's, him and Shiv are kind of going back like, oh, we're not here. We're trying to figure out what you're doing. But at the same time, we're wanting to hear what you're doing for our own benefit, but not really because we're here just to report back to dad. And so it was the whole time was kind of this like line writing that they had to do, which was was which was great. I mean, it's obviously it's it's corporate talk. They can't say things, they can't commit to things. They just have to see all sides until they are forced to come to terms with the decision. And so they're all there. Eventually Connor even shows up and so all the siblings are there together, which was iconic. Anytime they all get into a room together, it's it's excellent drama. Okay, and so they end up forced into Kendall's child's room, which Kendall for a moment almost seems like he forgets maybe his kid's name or probably forgot where the room is because it's not his apartment. But Roman makes a great comment, which is typical Roman of like, oh, look, Kendall forgot his daughter's name. And so they're now all in there. And Kendall's pitching them on the future of the company, going forward with our truth, coming clean here on out. And Shiv is Shiv is the probably the most interested in it all. Connor's like, yeah, amen, amen to all of this because I, he's Connor, and that's just what he does. And in the middle of this, he leaves them because he has to uh, quote unquote go say hi to his kids before they leave but Stewie and Sandy are down there waiting to talk to him and he brokers a deal with them as if he's kind of always been planning this all along to kind of make a deal with them I don't think they can be trusted but obviously Kendall thinks they can he can trust them for at least now while they're going through all this and in the end Kendall just wants to be CEO of the company and have control And so he's making deals kind of with the devil, with Stewie and Sandy, because they have their own interest in all this as well. Uh, And so he's it. But by having this meeting arranged, he kind of does seem like he kind of has a game plan. Now, if the game plan is going to work or not, who knows? Uh, He comes back. None of the siblings are still being honest with each other. 
in the end, they kind of bring up the point of, okay, well, who is running this if we all pair up and team up against dead? And Kendall's like, well, obviously it has to be me. Connor gets upset at this. Roman gets upset at this. And most importantly, Shiv gets upset at this because now she hasn't, she has been denied CEO by her dad. And now she's been denied CEO from her brother, Kendall. So anywhere she turns, she doesn't turn out on top, which is a big bummer for her. So she's calling Tom, trying to see like what's going on, who, what should I do? Uh, and then we come back. They all come back from making their various calls to important people. I guess Connor had no one to call. Roman's calling Jerry to get to get her advice and letting her know they're trying to team up. Uh, Jerry's saying, like, well, if y'all do this, yes, you will beat your dad, but none of you will come out on top. Like, someone else is going to take over the company. No one comes out clean from this, which is true, I believe, in my personal opinion. And so Shiv is the first one to out. Or not Shiv, sorry. Connor's first one out. And (laughs) which, I don't know, he just thinks that, like, he had some importance to this. I get he's part of the family, so his it does look good for whoever side he is on. But he's never been involved in the company. But he's the first one to be out, and he claims because he doesn't want to hurt Dad because he's a national figure, and wherever he goes, his politics goes. I guess which was which was typical Connor. Kendall responded very harshly. He's upset because his siblings are not siding with them. They're siding with his dad, which is, I kind of, I think he would have felt a lot more comfortable if his siblings were with him. Roman is out. Um, He listens to Jerry and knows that he has to play his cards right with the current CEO. And then lastly, Shiv is out, which I think was really hurtful to Kendall because he knew that he needed his sister's politics her her um her shrillness her decisiveness with how to go about the current state of society and all that and so he ends up when she leaves he ends up saying some very derogatory and sexist remarks to her which was not a good look for Kendall after he he's trying to come off as this woke person um uh, and so we're now seeing all the kids, except for Kendall, start to come back to him. And in Logan's brilliance, and this is the final scene, he's flying back to New York because he thinks he has to take control, back control of everyone and get everyone back together in the company for for the PR of it and for the power of him actually being a presence back at his company. And so we go back to the airport scene at the very end, and Marsha's with him. Um, Jerry's there waiting. Roman, they kind of do this, like, playful punch. Logan gives, like, a Roman a playful punch, as in, like, oh, you're we're son and dad. And it's just awkward, and you can tell Roman hates it, but he does it because it's PR for his dad. There's photographers there taking pictures of Logan landing on the airport. And Tom's there, everyone's there, uh, but Shiv is not, and it turns out she's in the car waiting on him. He makes this comment like, oh, it would have been nice for a hug, and he's like, oh, and Shiv's like, oh, so everyone can see uh, us hugging them on your side, basically. And Logan's like, no, it's really for the hug, which is, which is, is BS that Shiv can obviously see and everyone can see. 
And Logan is not sure about, you know, where she is. He had a phone call with Roman uh, later whenever they all outed from Kendall. They all left Kendall. And he's Roman is riding in the car with Shiv, and he's asking Roman, is your sister okay? Is she solid? And Roman's kind of backing her, which is nice. Yeah, she's good. She's good. She was just there to figure out what Kendall's doing. And so he already knows that she's on the fence. And so in Logan's brilliance kind of gives her like this, well, this importance, this role, like I want to make you president. And Shiv already has gone through this with Logan and season two, like, okay, well, what does that mean? Is that a, like imaginary title? What does that mean? And he still doesn't really say, he says like, it can be whatever, it can be whatever you want it to be. But I, and in that, I mean, which is all a front for Logan, he says this line, which really, really was the vulnerability of Logan's stance on all this. He tells Shiv, I need you to be my eyes and ears, Shiv, at the heart of everything through this SHIT storm, but wearing a full chemical and biological suit, going by the name Jerry Kelman. He is, I think he's not necessarily scared of Kendall. It shows that he's more scared of Jerry because she was clean through all of it. She wasn't a part of the cruises. She wasn't part of any of that stuff. And so he knows that she is a smart woman. She's a powerful woman. She knows how to make certain decisions. And so I think Logan kind of played a little bit of his, showed a little bit of his hand by saying like, he's already asked Roman to keep tabs on Jerry. Now he's asking Shiv to keep tabs on Jerry because she is now CEO and she can... She can walk out if she plays her cards out, her cards outright. Oh, sorry. If she plays her cards outright, that she can remain CEO if she does it. And I think it's just so interesting to see Logan not scared of the main one who's attacking him, but the one that's on his side that's now in power. And Shiv kind of gives this like smirk after he says this, like, oh, like she has importance again. Like my dad needs me. I, I do have a place in this company after all because she was concerned because she actually had no title beforehand. So now she will have a title going into this. And so to just to conclude, at the end of episode one, we see Kendall on top. And now at the end of episode two, it kind of looks like Kendall's on his own now, whereas we thought Logan was going to be. And now we see Logan kind of on top, has his family coming back together and kind of has his mojo kind of back like that, that cockiness, like, I got this, we're going to win this. And so it's just, and I don't know the time span of all this, but we have two hour episodes that span just, and it's kind of the intro of like, okay, now we're about to get into the battle, okay? And it is called the Mass and Time of War, which is the Time of War, but I guess this is like when everyone's going to try to gather together, and that's what Logan's doing is getting everyone back together. So I'm so excited to see where this is going to go. We'll be, I'm, I'm just going to do an episode uh, recap, each one, because it's just so good. It's so juicy. There's so much going on, and I, I just want to dive in with you guys get to know what y'all are thinking about this if you're watching on youtube comment below with what what your um 
your thoughts are going forward of what's, who's going to win, what's going to happen to each character. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, if you're listening on any of the podcasting apps, you can email me at holyishpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com with any of your questions. If you want to leave a, a voice memo so I can play it maybe for the next pod, that'd be so cool to hear from you guys. Again, uh, this is Dylan Shortish, your host for The Culture Show by Holyish. Uh, I'd love to connect with you guys any way possible. You can visit the holyish.us website for any kind of articles or news that might be coming up or trending. Uh, until next time, this is Dylan Shortish signing out. Thanks, guys.